Hello, you guys. Welcome back to Festival Tales podcast. We have a solo episode with Mama A today. Babs is in the process of moving, so you guys get to hang out with me. I'm so excited to do a solo episode. It feels weird. I normally do like solo episodes by myself for my own podcast, but I don't know why it feels weird for Festival Tales. Maybe because we don't edit, so I feel like I have to do this in one go. But if we have mess ups, we have mess ups. We are embracing the imperfection and I'm excited to be here and share some stories with you guys today. If you are new to this podcast, thank you so much for checking us out and tuning in today. Normally it is Babs and I, but you guys get to hang out with Mama Aid and we'll share some festival stories. Before we get into it, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We have appreciated your guys' support so, so much on this podcast. Our little baby is growing day by day, week by week, and we love having you guys a part of the Festival Tales fam. This episode is also brought to you by The Stage, so if you like other EDM and festival-related content, definitely check out The Stage for podcasts, YouTube videos, vlogs, festival footage, stuff like that. You'll definitely want to go to stagehoppers.com. We love being on The Stage, and there's there's a lot of other awesome creators on The Stage, so definitely go check it out at stagehoppers.com. Also, if you would like to submit festival stories to us, we are hosting our first ever giveaway. And so even if you've already submitted stories before, you can submit again. And these stories are anonymous. And what you will win is a custom pashmina for cre- by Creations by Demi. And so if you want to get a pashmina with an artist logo or a festival logo or anything like that, then you'll definitely want to submit a story to us. We'll have this giveaway up for, I think, another week or so. So get your stories in. It can be any story, funny, sad, memorable, whatever it is. We do have two ways that you can submit. You can either DM us on Instagram at Festival Tales Podcast, or you can submit by using our anonymous form that you can find either in the show notes or also on our Instagram link, our Twitter link, at Festival Tales Podcast, excuse me. (laughs) And so when you submit through the form though, be sure to leave a username or an email. That way we have a way of contacting you if you were to win the giveaway. So we're excited to read your guys' stories. We've been getting a couple of entries already. So we're super excited to gift a custom pashmina for festival season to one of you guys. So get those stories in. We, We can't wait to read them. Um, But without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So I actually have a follow up. I think it was from episode 26 or 27. That one is called Forest Riddles. So if you did not check out that episode, just a little backstory. Um, A girl had submitted a story about Electric Forest, how her and I think her boyfriend or friends got led to a wizard and they solved some riddle. There was a wedding in there. But basically, they got set into this secret room. And so in that episode, Babs and I had a lot of follow-up questions, as we always do. And so it's always great when you guys listen to those episodes and then you follow up with us on some more information. And so that's what we have here today. This girl submitted a second story just to follow up on that room that they got led to because I've also been led to a secret room, which I'll talk about. Um, So we have a little bit more info. So I'm going to go ahead and read that here. She said, Forest Riddle story continued from the Forest Riddle episode. The room we went into was a BDSM secret bar. Dang, I've had other friends that got led to that same room. (laughs) She said there were private booths, a place you could get chained up, etc. Oh my gosh. (laughs) There was a worker that was a sub in animal role play. So for those that don't know, dominant, submissive, 
um, in animal role play, chains, black leather mask, pretending to be a pet. Very interesting. <laughs> I hope I'm explaining this all correctly as I'm not too knowledgeable on the BDSM community, she said, which is totally fair. I think you explained that pretty well. Um, we walked the pup, which is the person that's in that sub animal role around on a leash and gave them lots of pets. LOL. It was for sure an interesting room. I don't know how I would handle that. <laughs> that is so interesting. I've also had another friend that got led to a room like that. And that would be a lot to take in. I got led to a poetry brothel, which was um, we had to solve a couple riddles. Then we went through the match, the dating match services in the hangar. We got led through this hallway. We went down a slide and then into this like dining room kind of thing. And someone was playing music. And so we were in the poetry brothel and then we got led to a different room and this woman read us poems and everything like that. It was really cool. Um, and the whole group got split up and got led to different rooms. So there was like tiny groups in the different rooms getting read a poem by a woman. Um, it's just crazy. There's so many there's so much going on in Electric Forest that no one really knows about, because if you're just going from set to set, you don't really know these other things going on. Um, and so. I think it's crazy that you guys got led to a BDSM secret bar. My friend told me that that's what had happened to her, but she didn't give me too many details. So it's crazy that it's like full on like BDSM, like kink kind of stuff um, and having like a pup to walk around on a leash. I think that's so fascinating. <laughs> now I want to go find it. So I think next year I'm going to be on a hunt for that. It's just so hard with Electric Forest because there's always so much going on. Like obviously you want to go see the sets and the artists and everything like that but there's so many scavenger hunts going on there's secret sets that you need to get a pin to get into just always a lot going on I hope that there's one year where I don't have any people that I really want to see like obviously I'm going to check out the music but I could just dedicate time to just exploring random shit and like play with the characters and like do stuff like that so I can just get I don't know find see what comes up from it you know what I mean um so shout out to this girl for submitting this follow up. It was really awesome to hear from you. We love that story. Um, and I'm glad you followed up with us on some of this stuff. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so that wasn't the main story I wanted to talk about today. Actually, that was just like a little cute follow up because um, it's always cute when we do that. Um, let me fix my screen here. Um, this next one I thought was an interesting story here. So it's actually from a good friend of mine, Shirley. She said, hi guys, it's Shirley here. This is not a festival story, but it was for a night of EDM at a club. So close enough, LOL. So when my boyfriend lived in LA, we would go out clubbing on my night, on my night days off. One night we went to go see Marco V, a trance DJ at a club named Avalon. I feel like I've heard of that club before. Before we got there, we went to his friend's bar where we spent about $80 on food and drinks. Oh, boy. Then we Ubered from the bar to the club and from the club to the house, which was another $50 total. Jeez. The tickets for the club were about $30 for both. OK, so we have $80 on food, another $50 on Ubering and everything like that. So that brings us to about one thirty. And then tickets for the club were about $30 for both. So that's $60. So that brings our total to $190 for one night. Oh, my goodness. 
We were dancing at the very front of the DJ booth, which happened to have a VIP section next to it. So we were doing our thing and enjoying the night when out of nowhere, money starts flying into the crowd. Oh my God. Someone from VIP was just throwing cash in parentheses. Now I know what strippers feel, LMAO. And no one really paid attention to it. At first I thought it was fake, but I picked up a $20 and saw that it was real. Oh my gosh. I would think it was fake too. I've had that happen to me before at clubs where they're just like throwing fake money. Um, The money kept coming. So we picked up as much as we could. At the end of the night, we counted the money at home and we had picked up over $180. Oh my God. So basically we got paid to go out that night and that was the best slash craziest night out ever. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Oh my God, you basically broke even because you spent like $190 and then you got $180 back. That's some good like money luck, like manifesting luck. You know what I mean? Just to have that happen. And it's crazy that the guy like to be that rich, you know, you guys like to be that rich where you could just like be like, all right, here you go. Make it rain. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like just to like the fact that you were able to get one hundred and eighty dollars. Like that makes me think like how much money did not get picked up or got picked up by other people. So like what if the guy like threw out like just three hundred dollars casually, like making it rain, like to be that rich, you guys, (laughs) even if I was that rich, I don't know if I would do that at a show. Um, So that's super crazy that that happened. I love her comment. Now I know what strippers feel. LMAO. (laughs) When I, the moment I would have found that with $20, I would have been like, you're picking, we're picking up every single thing. You know what I mean? So I exactly would have done the same. I would have been skeptical at first, but once I figured it was real, then I would do the exact same and try and get that money. So I think that's really funny. Um, I know this isn't a festival story, you guys, but if you have any other stories from like EDM shows and clubs and stuff like that, I feel like I have a lot because I went to so many shows um, when I first got into EDM and not into EDM, but going to music festivals and stuff. We went to a lot of shows. Um, The only story that comes to mind for me at a show right now that I think is really funny and I don't think I've really, I think I've told this on either my podcast or YouTube channel um was a story about the night I met Blau the DJ who an artist who it's three LAU um his name's Blau his full name his real name's Justin Blau so that's why um that's why his DJ name is that um (laughs) I'm outing myself for being fucking crazy in this story so um in 2017 I had a bender of a semester my last semester of college I was just going to everything I wanted to go to every festival every show and just live it up because I was about to enter corporate America and like all these things and so I think I literally had gone to Jaws in LA so we went to Jaws he had a tour that was happening at the Palladium that was my first time ever at the Palladium Me and two other guys, my friends Chad and Bryce, we drove from Arizona to L.A. And then we went to the show and then I drove us back to Arizona. (laughs) And that's not even the crazy part. I think the night before I also went to Delta Heavy, I'm pretty sure, which was in Tempe. So I went to Delta Heavy. I went to Jaws. I think it was Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Blau was in town and he was playing at this place called Maya in Old Town Scottsdale. And... (laughs) we were I was like pretty I was feeling pretty good you know what I mean I was with my two best guy friends Austin and Christian 
and we were having a good time. We were with the group and we just kind of like lost the group. And so me and the two guys were standing um, at the front of the booth. It was a little hard to see Blau and um, I was feeling a little bold. I was feeling like, you know what? I want to get up there and be next to the other girls that are next to him. Like, I want to be up there. Why can't I be up there? So I was feeling bold. I was like, you know, a little tipsy, a little drunk. And I told the security guard by the DJ booth that I knew Blau from high school. I <laughs> I knew that he was from Vegas. So I was like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with him in Vegas. And the security guard didn't think anything of it. And he lets me up. He lets my friend Austin up and my friend Beam up, Christian and we're up there we're vibing we're having a good time I'm being the most obnoxious girl and getting like a video of Blau and then also a picture of me with him and we're up there for like a good 20 to 30 minutes I'm pretty sure and then I'm with some other girls we become besties and like everything like that and then at a certain point I think his manager came up and was like what are you doing up here and I was just like, oh, like, I'm just having a good time, even though I knew exactly what I was doing up there, trying to just like get a better view of like Blau and like hang out with him and whatever. I wasn't even trying to do anything. I was just trying to hang out and vibe. You know what I mean? Um, because the view from the crowd was shitty. <laughs> and so he ends up is like, all right, you guys got to go. And so we, me and my two friends get kicked out and we don't even get escorted out, but we just get escorted out from the booth. And then I feel pretty embarrassed. I'm just like, oh, whatever, you know, it was a good time. And so we end up having a great rest of the night. But that was like what that story reminded me of. I don't know why there's no correlation between the money or anything like that. But like when it comes to shows and um, stuff like that, I have some stories. I'm just like, I have to dig back because that was like 2017. So it's been four years since that had happened. But I always just laugh about that moment where I basically like finagled my way into a DJ booth because I said I went to high school with him. <laughs> I don't recommend because people probably will be a lot smarter than that now, especially with COVID and stuff like there's no way people are getting into DJ booths unless they actually really know them and they like showed up with the DJ. But I just think it's a really funny story to share. And so if you have any other funny stories from like a show that you went to or a concert, anything like that, you definitely can submit it. It doesn't have to just be festival stories because um, this one that Shirley submitted was really funny. And it reminded me of like one of the funniest moments of like getting my way into a blouse DJ booth. Um, I hope to God I never run into Blau ever in my life because I just like feel the sheer embarrassment of that <laughs> and I would never want him to know that story and correlate it to me and who knows maybe he remembers me he probably doesn't but like how funny would that be if true so um that really is all we had today for festival stories um and festival tales podcast this was a solo episode with mama aid I hope you guys enjoyed it Hopefully next week, Babs will be back. If not, we have a really awesome guest for next week's episode. So stay tuned for that. Um, get your stories in if you want to be considered for the custom pashmina we are giving away. We will be closing that giveaway in about a week or so, and then we will draw a winner. And yeah, so get your stories in. You can either submit through DM, DM us at Festival Tales Podcast on Twitter or Instagram. 
or submit at the form in the show notes. Um, and just be sure to leave an email or username so that we have a way of contacting you. Otherwise, these stories are completely anonymous unless you say that we can say your name and you can submit multiple times. So if you want to submit multiple stories and everything like that, definitely do so. Um, but thank you guys so much for checking out Festival Tales podcast. We hope you guys are doing well and we will see you guys in the next one. Bye.